on today's show, we dive deep into the MLB wildcard series. Yes, all 16 teams. We'll then talk about the Steelers and Titans matchup being the first NFL game to be suspended. And then, of course, we'll give our predictions for week four in the NFL with new segments including the over-under, spreads, and money lines. All right, let's go. and much more. We're your hosts. I'm Ari Ezra. And I'm Justin Potter. And we got baseball. It's finally the postseason. We got a whole slate of games that we have yet to talk about. So let's start off with the first one. The Oakland Athletics beat the Chicago White Sox 2-1. to one. The only series besides St. Louis and San Diego that went two games or more. So what do you think about this one? Um, I was a little upset personally. I like the Chicago White Sox a lot here. And, you know, but the A's are really good. I personally just wanted Chicago to win. But, I mean, A's are a good ball club. So, that was a good series, you know, 2-1. to one, But Oakland's going to be a force to reckon with, I think. And, hey, I hope they sweep the Astros here too. Yeah, it's nice to see Bob Melvin get that win too. He's really struggled in the – I mean, he's always had good teams, but his teams couldn't go far in the postseason. So next we got L.A. beating Milwaukee. Not really a shock. Milwaukee just snuck in there. So what do you think about this one? I mean, you know, L.A. is easily the, uh, I think easily, probably the favorite to come out of the NL. And probably right now, I think they're actually the favorite for the World Series. So that was expected for them to go in there and get the job done. And, hey, you know, Kershaw did pitch very well. Maybe he can keep it, hopefully he keeps it up and he doesn't go back to the mul- his old self. Yeah, he kind of broke that stigma of him, you know, performing bad in the playoffs, but the Dodgers really needed him to perform well and Bueller did well in game one. So next we go to New York beating Cleveland. I don't think it's really a shock, but a really high scoring affair. Let's see if New York can keep it up against the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a. A good series, you know, it sucks being the a- fans of the team in the AL East. You know, this is all we see in all year is these two teams playing, but they're two good teams. You know, Tampa Bay was the one seed. The Yankees were the five, but, you know, they're they were riddled with injuries, so they should be a lot higher than five. Yeah, I think out of all these series, this, is, this might be the most interesting and competitive, um, maybe besides if the Padres win and face LA. I mean, that's really the two series that everyone's going to be tuning into, the big market teams. You'll see the pitching and the Rays come out here and maybe see if the Yankees are going to keep up their good hitting. So next we got Houston beating Minnesota. Minnesota really couldn't get anything done. You could really consider this a shock because Minnesota did so well this season, just hasn't really translated to the postseason in the past 10-plus years. Yeah, you know, Nelson Cruz tried to do everything he could, just stay in a beast, but that was a disappointing series for I think any fan of baseball even the Astros fans I'm hoping they wanted to see their team lose because they were disappointed at them but you do not want to see that team go any farther so next we kind of talked about it a little bit Tampa Bay beating Toronto 
Don't think that's really a shot. Toronto, maybe not this year, but next year, maybe the year after. They definitely have that young talent and pitching core with Nate Pearson, all those guys. Maybe can make a run next year. Yeah, the AL East is going to be really competitive for the next couple of years. All these teams got a lot of good young guys. And I think everybody's on the come up right now, except for basically even the Red Sox are going down. But, you know, they're, they spend a lot of money, so they're going to easily get back in and into the race in any offseason. So this next series, Atlanta beat Cincinnati, and Cincinnati didn't score a single run in 20-plus innings. I found that crazy. Trevor Bauer pitched his butt off, and I figure he's going to be out of Cincinnati. What do you think? Yeah, it's actually kind of crazy. When I was looking at the other day, I didn't know, but uh, Trevor Bauer said he's only playing a one-year deal the rest of his career, which I thought was very crazy because he wants to play on a contender every year. So that'll be interesting to see because he's due for a nice big contract this offseason. I've been hearing like the Angels might sign him because he's from be good. Los Angeles. That'd be a good pickup for the Angels, especially since, you know, Mike Trout just they expanded the playoff field. Mike Trout still couldn't get in this year. It would also save them a lot of money because, I mean, the one-year deals, and they need to save money with uh, the Trout and Rendon signings, just hundreds of millions of dollars. So next we got a recent score in Miami just beating Chicago to knock them out of the playoffs. So Miami will then face the Braves. Does Miami have any chance in this series? I think not at all. I think that was kind of a fluke that they got there, and the Braves are very good. I mean, the Marlins have a pretty good pitching staff, actually. So who knows in, like, 2020 if the Marlins make it to the NLCS and face one of those big teams like the Dodgers or the Padres. I mean, who knows? But, yeah, I also think the Braves will win this series. But it's good to see the Marlins get get far in, in a season that no one thought they would. I mean, what were they just picking, like, fifth in the 2019 draft when they got J.J. Bleday, I think? I think that yeah, was I, don't, I don't know what happened. I guess yeah. Derek Jeter doing some work. Yeah, for real. All right, so now we got St. Louis and San Diego. They're tied. They're playing tonight in the last seed to be determined. So do you think San Diego will beat St. Louis? Um, it depends. I think Tati, they go as far as Tatis and Manny Machado can take them, even though the, the whole lineup is gross. But those guys just bring energy to the field. They're both that left side of the infield is just crazy good, you know. But everybody else, everybody else on that team is solid. If they make it, they're going to give LA a run for their money too. All right, so that's it for our baseball section of this podcast. Of course, we'll keep you updated next week with the NLDS and what we think and all. So now let's transition into really a crazy event. We kind of knew it was going to happen, but the Steelers and Titans being postponed after some COVID cases. Your analysis on that? You know, the show goes on, so I'm happy they're actually just not freaking out. They're just doing what needs to be done here. And uh, they made good of it, and hopefully, you know, this was the best-case scenario for them. It it just kind of stinks for the Steelers because they didn't want it to be their bye week, but... I mean, I saw a quote from Mike Tomlin, and he was like, I don't care. Like, I'll play uh, 13 weeks in a row. So the Steelers really don't care, but it's kind of unfair for them because they weren't the one who got the cases. It was, you know, the Titans. Yeah, it'll bite It'll bite them in the ass, though, later in the season when they got guys injured. They're going to really use a nice rest week. That'll uh, playing all those weeks straight is just tough. 
All right, so now transitioning into a game that won't happen to a full slate in week four. We're going to give you some thoughts, some spreads over and unders, fantasy players, players to look out for. So we'll start with the first game. It's the Cardinals and the Panthers. What do you think about this when Panthers are at home? It really, DeAndre Hopkins right now is questionable to play, and he has a game time decision. I'm honestly surprised the spread's only minus three. But I still, and I think 51 and a half will be tough to come by with the Panthers just not playing as well. But I think the Pan, the Cardinals can lock this up easily and cover the spread. Yeah, I would definitely hammer the over, or the under, sorry. Uh, 52 points. I don't see the Panthers. I mean, the Cardinals defense isn't that good. Um, but I don't see the Panthers with a lack of offensive weapons putting up more than, I don't know, like 15 to 20 points. Um, yeah. But I'm also taking the Cardinals to win this one. So next we got the Ravens. We saw them on Monday Night Football, an absolute embarrassment. You know, so much hype coming into that game. And the Ravens are favored by 14 points, two touchdowns. I think it's going to be more, maybe three touchdowns, uh, money lines at negative 1,000. So they're really heavily favored to win this game. What are you thinking? I mean, yeah, the Washington football team is probably going to be picking first or first or second next year. And Ravens are probably picking probably bottom six next year. So this is just going to be bad. Um, and all the, the overall depends on how, how hard the Ravens want to how many touchdowns they want to put up, really, and how many they want to let this team score. Because I, But I think they'll come out here pretty pissed off after Monday night trying to prove a point. Yeah, I was just going to say, after last week, they must be so fired up. Like, It's just so embarrassing to go into a game with so much hype and, and everyone's doubting Lamar again. And then he kind of shows why. I mean, it wasn't just his fault. It was his receivers like Andrews and all those other guys who were just not helping him out, really. You know, the Ravens do really have something to prove now. Um, next up, we have the Cleveland Browns at the Dallas Cowboys. So I think the Cowboys win. I think the Cowboys win big. Uh, they've lost some unfortunate games, but Dak's doing all he can. He's putting up 400-yard games every single game. Um, as far as the over 57 points, yeah, I, I would take the over. That's a, that's a high-scoring game. But I think the Browns can get that uh, rushing attack going against the Cowboys defense that's really struggled. Uh, the Cowboys really have no problem scoring points. And the Browns defense is kind of subpar. Cowboys are at home. They love playing at home. I was kind of thinking Cleveland covers the spread and they win the game. I think I think the Dallas Cowboys are just not good. I think Cleveland's going to have a field day with that bad Dallas defense. And I think the over hits. I think it's going to be another shootout. So I think, I think all those are locks, actually. So you think Cleveland's within five points? I think they win the game. You think Cleveland's winning? Yeah, I, the Cowboys. I just, I honestly think Cleveland kind of found their footing a little. Hopefully, last week. Well, not hopefully for the Ravens. Yeah, not but, hopefully. <laughs> but they're gonna. I think they can uh, do well against a bad Cowboys defense. Next up, we have the Indianapolis Colts against Chicago Bears. Yeah, when I looked at this. Uh, game in particular, it kind of shocked me that the Colts were favored and they're away. I mean, Nick Foles, I think it's going to completely change the the whole trajectory of the team. Um, we all wanted to see it. No one wanted Mitch in there. Matt Nagy made the move to pull him, and Nick Foles came back against the Falcons and really led the team in 
showed what the whole NFL knew he could do. So for this game, I'm going to pick the underdog. I'm going to pick the Bears. I think I'm going to go the under here. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. What do you think about this one? Yeah, I was thinking the same. I'm, I'm thinking Bears cover. Actually, I'm thinking the Bears also win and the under hits because if, if they do hit the over, it'll be because Chicago put up a lot of points. I just don't see an Indianapolis just put up points. You know, 43 is not a ton, but that's still three touchdowns from each team. So no, it's not. I still it's think... like one of the lowest on the slate, actually. So, yeah, no one's predicting them to score a lot of points in this game. Yes, but I'm still, I still think the unders hits here. All right, so now we got the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals last week tied against the Eagles. Uh, we'll get into that later in a game that we'll discuss. So what do you think about this one? This one's going to be tough because I feel like I should go with a little more experience with the Jaguars, but I feel like, you know, Joe Burrow's going out there throwing the ball 60 times and I think Bengals money line and spread and I'll take the over here. Yeah, I kind of wanted to pick the Jaguars, but after last week not being able to beat Miami, that kind of put a downer on things. I think the Bengals were just... Last week's game was kind of just weird against the Eagles. Like, no one really made that push to win the game. It was within a, you know, a field goal to win it. And no one really, you know, did anything that really impressed me. But I think the Bengals really showed against the Eagles defense that isn't bad i mean the eagles offense is the one that's like really struggling here but i'm going to pick the Bengals on this one so next we got the chargers and the bucks what do you think about this one you know this one really worries me because chargers just hung in there with uh with what's his name last week with patrick Mahomes, but you know they kind of made him feel uncomfortable only rushed four and just had melvin ingram joe dose had a good game so, and Justin Herbert looked good out there. He's hanging with Mahomes. You know, he made a couple mistakes, but I honestly, I'm gonna have the Chargers, Chargers covering the spread, but Buccaneers money line, and 42 and a half. That's tough. I think I'm gonna take the over here. Well, the Chargers played the Panthers last week. I think. I think you're thinking of two weeks ago. Uh, I'm two weeks ago. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Definitely. It kind of worried me that it took to the last play and they still lost to beat the Panthers. But the Buccaneers' offense really hasn't been that good. Their defense has really carried them with, you know, Levante David. But I think the Buccaneers at home, they can get it done. And they'll win this game. I think they will win by a touchdown. But it'll come down to the fourth quarter. Next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings at Houston Texans. So this one's kind of a stinker. The Texans are 0-3. I mean, granted, a very tough schedule. Mm, The Vikings put up a great performance against the Titans last week. They lost by, I think, one point. So this one's kind of a toss-up for me. I'm gonna take. I know who I want. I'm gonna take the Texans, though. I think they. This is their week to get it done. They have to. I mean, you can't start zero and four. You know, with Deshaun Watson, you know, kind of balling out this season, just doesn't have the supporting cast around him, and like I said, playing tough teams. So I'm guessing you're taking the Vikings on this one? Yeah, Vikings obviously covering the spread and money line. And I think the over hits, you know, the Vikings. Titans put up, or not the Titans, the Texans put up, what, around 21 last week against the uh, Steelers? Yeah, they have a good defense. Yeah, and that's a really good defense. So imagine what they're going to do to the Vikings. (laughs) 
And Vikings also Vikings also put up 31 last week, so you know I, I think the over hits here. Next up, we have New Orleans Saints at Detroit Lions. Ooh, this might be a shocker game. I don't know. The Lions come out coming out uh, victorious against the Cardinals last week. Granted, the New Orleans Saints defense is a lot better. I think this one's going to be a high-scoring game, hitting the over 54. You know, Matt Stafford with Galladay back. You know, he's got his receivers. You know, we've already we've always known that Stafford had a great arm and fairly accurate also. So if he can get that together, Lions can, you know, stop Drew Brees in his short check-down passes. He still hasn't been slugging him, you know, downfield. I'm going to take the Lions to cover, but Saints to win, I think. Even though I, I do see the Lions maybe upsetting them. Yeah, see, I'm kind of in the same position you are, but I just, I don't know. I, I feel like the Saints have just been a good team for too long. Like, good teams just find ways to win, you know? Like, I think they're going to know. This is Drew Brees. He's got Alvin Kamara, but he, Matt Stafford is playing really well coming back from surgery. I think Saints cover and win in the overheads. Yeah, I think the key to this game is stopping Kamara. Because, I mean, if he if he goes off and scores, you know, 150 yards from scrimmage, it's over. Like, the Lions just have to find some way of stopping him and making Drew Brees throw the ball and not check down passes to Kamara, where he, like, sprints off and runs for, you know, chunk yardage. So I think that's the key to the game. All right, next we got... The Seattle Seahawks traveling all the way cross country to visit the Miami Dolphins. What do you think about this one? I feel see like when I look at this, like what's it called? It's the spread of six. I feel it like should be a little disrespectful, but like you know, like the Dolphins have been in it like every week. Like they played, you know, they only lost by ten to the Patriots the first week. Week two, they lost by what a field goal, I think, to the Bills. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's and they just won last week, but that was against the Jaguars. But I don't know. Russell Wilson is easily the MVP favorite right now. I think. I think you hammer the spread, though. I think they. I think the Seahawks win this all day. Hammer the spread. Um, let's take the over here as well. Yeah, I think it is really disrespectful. Like, this is kind of shocking to me. The Seahawks. Yeah. Only predicted to win by a, a touchdown. Yeah, like, not even. What is that? Like, that's that's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Come on now. I mean, the Dolphins are on the come up, but like, this is like the Seahawks who like NFC, you know, compete for NFC championships. Dolphins aren't even playoff team. So next we got the Giants and the Rams. Uh, big spread here. What do you think about this one? 13's a lot, like, even for the Rams. <laughs> the Rams aren't, like, playing that well. They are putting up a lot of points lately, but 13 is a lot. And I'm kind of – I hope Danny Dimes can keep them in this because they just are just nothing right now. Like, every – Saquon wasn't having a great year, but still, you just got to figure yourself out at some point. But, yeah, the Giants got crushed by, you know, Mullins last week, and if they're facing – yeah. You know, Jared Goff, who showed last week that he can come back and score easily. That's going to be kind of scary for the Giants. 13 so tough to put up. It's so tough for a spread. Like, that's, you know, the Ravens versus the Redskins is 14 right now. That's one of the best teams in the league. I'm going to go 
actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Rams covering the spread, and I'm I'm thinking the under hits just because I don't think the Giants will really put up any points. Yeah, if I'm picking a game, even though it's uh, minus 750, I'm throwing all my money on that money line. I think there's no way the Giants travel cross country and win against the Rams. There's no chance. So next we got the Bills and the Raiders. Going to be a good game, I think. You know, the Raiders showed that they could win against New Orleans. The Buffalo Bills just beat the Rams, as we just discussed. So what do you think about this one? Yeah, this is tough because I really like – I just like both, te- like both teams. I think they're good teams, like, just getting better. I, w- I kind of wish AB wouldn't have, you know, went crazy last year and did all that stuff because I think he would have had a really good season. On the the Las Vegas Raiders last year. That being said, I don't think they keep it within three. I think that's really close. They just got smacked last week by the Patriots by double digits, and the Bills are putting up having a good season right now. I think they're are they three and zero right now? Yeah, yeah. I I honestly think this is also a little low for the Bills. I think it should be maybe about five and a half, six. Maybe double. Yeah, that. I think the only reason is because they showed they could. The Raiders showed they could uh, score points at Allegiant Stadium. You know, breaking in their stadium. But other than that, yeah. I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, I think I think I think Bills easily cover here, and obviously they take the money line. This over is like an automatic hit too. I think these are two good offenses. Yeah, I like that too. As long as Jacobs on the field, I mean, it's it's automatic points, and with Josh yeah. Allen, he's he's already shown with his big arm. They got Hunter Renfro on there. He's actually having a really good year because I'm pretty sure Hunter Renfro is an undrafted free agent too. Yeah, but, Clemson, yeah. Yep. But, yeah, I still think – I think three is a little low. Next we have the New England Patriots at the Kansas City Chiefs. So this one's obviously the game of the week. This is the one – the Monday, Monday Night Football from last week. That's what everyone's going to be looking at for this week, the Kansas City Chiefs against the Patriots, Cam Newton coming into Arrowhead. I don't know. After seeing how Baltimore got, you know, pretty much destroyed by the Chiefs and Chiefs were away, the Patriots probably have, I'm not going to say a better defense, but, you know, they, they've proven in their past that they can really show up against big teams. So if there's any chance the Patriots win, which I don't think there is, the defense is really going to have to step up. And I think Cam Newton's really going to have to show that, you know, in a big-time big, big time game, he can really perform. Six and a half, I think the Chiefs easily cover there. Um, honestly, the over, this is going to be a tough over or under to pick just because their defense completely shut down the Ravens. But I also know the Ravens just completely did not do anything like they should have. They ran the ball. They would have put up way more points. But with that being said, Patrick Mahomes is probably going to score every time he touches the field, unless you have like a top five defense in the NFL. I mean, the Patriots do have a solid defense, but I think I'm going to have to go the over here. Chiefs cover. Yeah, the thing with the over is the Ravens absolutely played so sloppy last week, and they still had 20 points. So if the Chiefs, so if the Patriots, I mean, uh, scored 20 plus, I mean, it's almost guaranteed the Chiefs are scoring you know, 30-plus every single game. So I think that's pretty easy over to take. Yeah, because – yeah, and the Chiefs go out there and their their drives are like three or four minutes. So you're getting so many more opportunities for each team to score. 
That's like that's why it's so tough to pick like a running team with the Ravens because they'll have the ball for you know between eight and twelve minutes. They could take out they could knock out a whole quarter if they wanted to just by running the ball. Yeah, I think the Chiefs defense really showed. I mean, when the Ravens ran the ball, they were really successful, and that's what kind of makes me frustrated. I mean, us two as Ravens fans, if they just would have you know tried to run the ball more. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, that was very obvious. You know, you got Lamar, you got you got Lamar, you got Ingram, you got you got Dobbins, you got Gus the Bus out there, and where were they? I think they were averaging around seven yards per carry, and somehow, your after your first drive, you I think you ran the ball maybe a couple times, and you, but your team went down the field like eighty yards with like I think you had one pass, you know, and then they just completely abandoned it. And it kind of showed there. I think they just got scared every time they play the Patriots, or not the Patriots, the Chiefs. I think they just get scared and feel they have to put up points like they do and play their game. Yo, also for this game, it's going to be interesting um, because, you know, it seems like one game Cam runs for 100 plus, another game he passes for, you know, 250. So it's going to be interesting which style of offense Bill Belichick really wants to run. And I would say, bring out the the uh, running cam and see what happens, you know, see if the Chiefs can't stop him. Next, we have the Philadelphia Eagles at the San Francisco 49ers. Man, I just really feel bad for the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> like, most likely going to go 0-4 after this. I know Philadelphia is really hurting right now. I mean, I know the fans are getting restless. But anyways, the 49ers win. Yeah, and I think they cover the spread too easily. I think the I think the Eagles suck. <laughs> I think they're just terrible. And you know, it's a little scary because they're playing at the 49ers. So Eagles already got some injuries. Sad to say, but there's a pretty high chance they're gonna have some more after this weekend. Yeah, I think this money line should be a little little higher towards the the Niners. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I, don't, I don't think it's gonna be really close at all. So I, I, that might be yeah. easy money. They just absolutely destroyed the Giants last week, and I think the Giants and the Eagles could have a good, good team. So, yeah, yeah. All right. So, lastly, we got Monday Night Football. It's going to be a good game, I think. I think it's going to be a pretty close game. So, we got the Falcons and the Packers. Let's see if the Falcons can hold a lead if they ever get the lead. I think the Packers. I think the. I think the over is automatic here. I think the Packers win, though. I think they're really. I think the Packers are very good, and I think Aaron Rodgers is playing really well too. I don't know. Like I agree with you on the over, even though that's a lot of points. But this is, you know, two of the most explosive offenses. It's really all up to the Falcons' defense. It's all up to the defense. If they can, you know, slow Rodgers down and and stop him from scoring a touchdown to you know three points in a couple of the drives, they'll really have a chance. It'll be a very good game. Hopefully better than the last Monday night. For me, Ari Ezra. I'm Justin Kyder, and this is Ezra Kyder.